Welcome everybody to my daily wrestling podcast. This is Darren, aka Mr. Dorse Fists. I'm here to give you all the news, reviews, previews for Raw Smackdown, NXT, and all of the wrestling world right now. Like I said, I'm here daily, so without any further ado, let's get into it because today's show is going to be a good one. Good afternoon, everybody. Mr. Dorse Fists here, Darren. Um, yeah, I'm here today to review the NXT 30 TakeOver pay-per-view, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. One thing they got to start doing, I know they kind of rent in full sale like they have even the past eight years or something like that. Um, for pay-per-views, it's the first time in a long time, I think 2014, that they haven't been in the same pay-per-view arena as WWE the night before the show. So, you know, not being in a Thunder Thunderdome... Um, I was quite disappointed. I knew it wasn't going to be, but the fans last night were shit. I know they're like talent and performance center uh, uh, recruits and that, but I'm sorry. The fans last night were shit. They tried, but it weren't that many of them. Even if they piped in some crowd noise, that would have been great. But overall, the show was fantastic. But I think if it, if it was a crowd there or some crowd noise, it would have given it a 10. I gave it 10 earlier on, but after thinking about it, 9.5 for the show, minus 0.5 for the fact that there is no proper sound from him, that crowd and I'm sure Vince and Triple H and Road Dog and that and Shawn Michaels were a bit pissed off that crowd weren't that good give them a few cans of Red Bull they would have been fine probably but anyway NXT TakeOver 30 review I loved it let's get into it the pre-show was El Fantasma which is Raul Mendoza and Rakim Wild fighting Breezango and Oni Loken and Danny Birch three way triple threat match Number one contendership for the WWE NXT Tag Team Titles Fighting Imperium this week on NXT television. It was a good triple threat tag match. It was what it was, but it went on for about 10-ish minutes. Nice back and forth. Um, a lot of super kicks in this match, considering it was a, a pre-show match, because later on in the show, we'd see another 465 of them. But um, I said Phantasma would win this tag match, and the winners were Brizango. Uh, Pippin in Raul Men- Mendoza double super kick, sorry, double super model kick one two three. They fight Imperium this week on NXT television for the tag tag team titles. I gotta be honest with you, when Brizango are on form, they are bloody good. I've always liked Brizango. They've never been really given the chance on Raw and SmackDown over the past three or four years. They've been more of a comedy team. But you know what? Now they're in NXT, they seem a bit more serious. Even though they still do stupid shit. But their, their in-ring stuff is a bit more crisp. You know, where, where, when they focus, like Randy Orton has been the last six months, where, where, when you focused, the matches are much better. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Um, good... Like I said, trips for match. I can't remember that much about it because it was on first. Um, I was on Twitter sharing things as well, so I do apologise. But if you want to go watch it, go watch it on the WWE Network or go on the WWE YouTube page, and you'll see is one. This is only like a minute and a half for the highlights, but yeah, it was really, really, really good match to kick off the show. I'll give it about seven out of ten. Then to kick off NXT 30, Cody Graves is back just for tonight because he used to be an NXT as a wrestler and a comic commentator. He's back to commentate with Vic Joseph, who's been returning to NXT for the last two weeks or so, and Beth Phoenix, who's there. Well, she's there, but she's not in the arena. She's at home doing commentary, which I find a bit, but that's a bit, a bit awkward considering you've got two guys live in the arena and her there. But I suppose they've done it a few weeks now with Marvin Ronaldo as well. So, yeah, so it k- kicks off. Good video package to kick it off. 
Uh, Cody Graves, Beth Phoenix and Vic Joseph welcome us to, to the show. It starts off with Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. And I thought, right, this is going to be awesome. Because Timothy Thatcher is a Thatch, a Thatch can wrestler. Instead of Catch, because that, that, that's his name. Um, play on words. Um, fantastic match. Good wrestling. This is how I like my matches to start, if not go all the way through. Lovely, fantastic scientific wrestling match. Work on the arms, work on the knee, work on Finn Balor's leg. Um, really good back and forth match. It just goes to show how good Finn Balor is as well. He can adapt to being a technical wrestler. He can adapt to being in the ring with a high flyer. He can adapt to being in the ring with a, with a powerhouse. A brawler, anything. Finn Balor can adapt his game. Balor adapted his game in this. Nice few reversals with the arm bar, arm switch, knee bar. Fantastic match. Then he, the moves started coming in, the wrestling moves. He gave him two short coup de grace, not top rope, but like standing jumps to the stomach. Timothy Thatcher was winded a few, few, few times. It went back and forth. Fantastic back and forth technical wrestling. Finn Balor finally got, got the win after uh, Timothy Thatcher kicked out of 1-1916, but this time he gave him the proper one, because there's two versions of him in it. There's the one where he picks him up like a reverse DDT and drops him, and there's also one which is like a, you're going to kill him with a reverse uh, brain buster. But he done that, pins him one, one, two, three. Bala looked pr pretty good. What I do now, I move Bala on to either the NXT title, should we, or the North American title, but seeing as I can't say yet, because it might be a spoiler whether you know or not, Bala should go after the NXT title, world title more than the North American, I think, because that's been recently won now by somebody new, and, you know, I, I can't see that dynamic happening. But Bala, he, the last year he's been in NXT, he's done a lot, but he hasn't done a, nothing. He's done a lot of nothing, if that makes sense, because he's won some important matches, he's lost a few important matches, but yet he's still in the same place as he was last year. He was heel, then he went kind of tweener, and now I think he's like a baby face kind of tweener. But he hasn't done a lot. His matches are good. He's done fantastic. NXT's been a breath of fresh air for him, but he hasn't done anything, really. I mean, he hasn't won any titles. I know that doesn't mean he hasn't won any titles, but you name me one good thing he's done in the, in the last year. He had a good match last night. He has a good match every pay-per-view, but nothing where, where you're like, wow, match of the year, or wow, he's, he's on a, a pedestal now. I'm not slagging him off. I just think... He went back to NXT for a reason, and I was expecting him to be the, the ch champion, or at least do something a bit more upper card rather than mid card. But anyway, that's just me. Uh, Finn Balor won. I, I like the match. Really, really good match. Um, they showed NXT uh, UK returning on the 17th of September. They done a promo with horses and uh, Walter and all of the top stars they actually have. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Nice to see another wrestling show. I don't know if I'm going to be reviewing it because I'd be reviewing every single... I, I would have no chance to breathe. Um, but I'm going to be watching it for sure. I can't wait for NXT UK to come back. I sometimes think if I stuck to, to wrestling a few years ago and I stuck to it, a men mentality, if Eddie Dennis can, can get into NXT UK and he's 38, I'm 38 this year, I probably could have... Well, I'm not saying I could have got into NXT UK, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if your hopes and dreams and you work hard, you actually get there. And half the people from my Dragon Pro training school, or I've wrestled with, or I've helped set the ring with, on attack shows as well, or whatever, you know, they've most of them are on NXT UK now. So, you know, I, I kick myself so sometimes, but there you go. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll turn on September 17th to NXT UK. Then we had, well, the highlight of the night for me, it shocked me. Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. I gotta be honest with you. Holy fucking shit. Pat McAfee is 10 times better than 80% of the fucking WWE roster. He can talk, he can wrestle, he's agile. The guy can do fucking everything. 
the guy is fucking brilliant. <laughs> that was the best celebrity match of the night. Um, you know, on on Twitter or the internet, you see, uh, say, a picture of Matt, Matt McAfee and an arrow pointing then to the Gronk. That means he's better than the Gronk, definitely. Pat McAfee is the best WWE celebrity they've ever had in the in wrestling ring. This match was brilliant. Awesome match. It started off a bit t- technical wrestling, side headlock with Pat McAfee trying to get into Adam Cole's head. Back and full wrestling match. Body slams, basic moves, arm drag, power slams. You know, drop kicks. Pat McAfee left in the air and give Adam Cole one of the best drop kicks I've seen for a while. You know, this guy left about six feet in the air. Um, at one point in the match, Adam Cole was sitting on, 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 on the top rope. Uh, Pat McAfee ran up the ropes. Um, Adam Cole pushed him off, thinking he'd just do like a backflip and land on, on, on his face. Pat McAfee jumped in the air, did a reverse backflip and landed on his feet, and he landed three quarters way across the ring. And he was like, yeah, come on. And Adam Cole was like, what the fuck? And then Pat McAfee sprinted towards Adam Cole, who was sitting on the top rope, ran, jumped, and gave him a top rope superplex. And I was like, fucking hell. Shelton Benjamin who? I know I'm not discredited Shelton Benjamin, but this guy was like Shelton Benjamin for, for, for the night. The way he was, I was like, fucking hell. Pat McAfee came to fucking play. Pat McAfee kicked out of the super kick. Um, he also got his, his, moving, his punt kick. Adam Cole kicked out of his signature punt kick. Um, it was fucking brilliant. I thought Pac McAfee might fucking win this now. But after Adam Cole hit the Panama Sunrise, which is the reverse flip front DDT, um, he pinned in one, two, three. But I tell, tell you what, all credit to fucking Pat McAfee for this match. The best celebrity performance I've seen. Again, go to the WWE Network, NXT, take over 30 and watch it. Or just have, have a, a brief look on WWE's YouTube page. They are all fresh on there. They've only uploaded like 10 or 11 hours ago. So yeah, fantastic match. I couldn't believe it. Brilliant. One point in the match as well. Pat McAfee, um, his guys got on the ring apron, and then Undisputed Era kick him out. They're all on the outside. Pat McAfee ran and jumped over the top rope and took them all out. Another agile move from him. He fucking astounded me last night. Fantastic. we give this guy another match. Give this guy, I don't care who's against. This guy is fucking better than half the roster. Well done, Pac Man McAfee. You changed my views on you, even though you're a loudmouth prick. Then we had a promo for Tommaso Ciampa. He's returning this Wednesday. I'm still telling you, this guy is the heartbeat behind Retribution. I don't know if he's been under any of the black hidden ninja suits or whatever they are, these black suit, black attire, they have to hide their faces. I don't know if he's been under them yet, but I know he's behind it. I can guarantee you this. Guarantee it. I don't know why. My, my heart and my gut, after watching wrestling for 33, 34 years, I'm normally right. Sometimes I'm wrong, but I think Tommaso Ciampa's behind it with a main roster call-up when the draft starts. Um, then we had Io Shirai fighting Dakota Kai. Again, starts off a little bit slow. Technical wrestling. They, you know, a very good match. Working on Io's arm, which I was a bit pissed off about because we'd already seen this from Bala and Thatcher, arms and legs being worked on. Again, I thought, okay, fair enough, maybe it wasn't the same producer who booked this match, the booked the Thatcher and Bala match. Maybe they didn't talk, maybe they didn't know what they were going to do, because sometimes, pardon me, they don't. Because when it comes to WWE, I, I know WWE, I know about AEW and other corporations, but I know WWE inside out. I know sometimes it could be Doc Hendricks, Jamie Noble, you know, and you speak, like, say, Dean Malenko, and uh, the Hurricane, they'll go through your matches with you, they as a producer, they'll do the, the finish. But, them four guys, their matches could have been four in a row, and every different match, tag team, single world title, women's match, might have the same rest hold in it, it might have the same running into the ring post spot, it might have... So, so you never know, you know what I mean? So some matches do look similar, with similar moves, I'm like, for fuck, it's the same with all the super kicks. 
Last night, if you counted all, all the super kicks from the pre-show to the, the, the main event, fucking hell, there's about 458 of them. Do you know what I mean? So, when they worked on Io Shai's arm again, I was like, oh, fuck, you kidding me? Do you know what I mean? It's like, we've seen this. But anyway, not a takeaway from it. Fantastic match, brilliant. Back and forth, a few neat, neat near falls. I was never comfortable that Kai was going to win it. I always knew Io was going to win it, but I wasn't sure how. Good back and forth match. Raquel Gonzalez came out. She power bombs um, Io Shirai after Dakota Kai accidentally takes out the referee with a kick in the corner. Um, Io Shirai gets pinned 1-2. The Dakota Kai pins her, sorry, 1-2. The referee gets woken up by Raquel Gonzalez. She kicks out. She couldn't believe it. Um, Gonzalez tried getting involved again. She got hit off the apron. Io Shirai done a moonsault. Pinned Kai 1-2-3. So very good back and forth match. I loved it. Um, hoping not, not to see any more rest holes being worked on the knee or the arm because we've already seen it uh, twice tonight. I loved it. Um, they attacked Io Shirai after the match, Kai and Gonzalez. Rhea Ripley came out for the, for the save, which I loved because Rhea Ripley against Gonzalez, you give me that. Two big, beefy women going at it. Brilliant. I loved it. Um, they just stared at each other. Um, Rhea Ripley looked hot, hot as fuck. I know she's wearing makeup and people think she looks like a man. I don't care. She looks gorgeous. I I I, I love Io Shirai's... Um, not Io Shirai. I, I love Rhea Ripley's look. She's a badass. She's a rocker. I fucking love it. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and the clever thing was, Io Shirai was getting up in the background when they were steering. And as Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai walked up the ramp, Rhea Ripley walked up the ramp. She stopped. She turned around. And because when Io Shirai was celebrating, her lights were f- f- flickering, like the black and, and white lights. And you could see Rhea Ripley just staring at her in the background. So they, 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 they zoomed in on Rhea Ripley looking HD and, you know, clear. But yet, Io Shirai was like a blur, basically saying, I'm, I'm coming after you as soon as I'm done with Gonzalez, basically. That's what it looked like to, to me. And if it's going to be a heel Rhea Ripley in the future, I'm up for that. Because I always said she's much better as a badass badass, not, not, not a fake badass. But at the moment, her badass ways are still good. But I think they can be ten times better when she's a heel badass. There's a lot, lot of badass words but there, but you know what I'm try, trying to say. Love that little visual at the end. I love stuff like, like, like that. Ah, oh, right. This, I, this may be out of order because I know I've missed a match. Cameron Grimes, baby. Take me to the moon. It was Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano versus the Velveteen Dream. Now, again, I don't know if Velveteen Dream is 100% guilty but all the evidence we've seen or leaked, leaked on the internet a few months ago he's not but do we reckon they can't find anything I you some voice notes of his voice I know people couldn't impersonate voices these days but it sounded exactly like, like him he did say his picture was used without his consent once but at the same time he looks like a creepy bastard. He's got the old gold that's vibe with mind games and sexy sultry ways it wouldn't surprise me but you know what until innocent people proven guilty I get it but I don't want to see him on my t- on my t- TV. I'm sorry because they were quick enough to suspend Austin Theory, whose things were ten times less than his. It was nothing to do with kids, it had nothing to do with minors. It's something to do with what he done uh, an evolved show about two years ago, and that wasn't even sexual. It's apparently have having a photo with a fan. The fan said he mal- he touched her. She was 18 at the time, and, and he didn't. But but obviously they taken him off TV for that, which I find bullshit because Velveteen Dream's back on. He's he's in a fucking title match for North American title. Fuck you. Anyway, before the match, I said, I hope Everything Dream gets pushed off a ladder and gets hurt for a few months or years, get taken out and not bothered. My dream came true. He was on the top of the ladder. He got pushed. He actually cleared the ringside area and he actually went into the crowd. Well, you know, where the crowd should have been. He went through a, t- a table. It looked like a nasty bump. Good. I'm sorry. Good. Fuck you. You fucking deserve it. Um, 
Fantastic match. I had Cameron Grimes or Damien Priest to, 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 to win this. I didn't mind which one. Fantastic match. Back and forth. All the high ladder spots you can imagine. You had the ladder spot with Bronzer really stuck the ladder in his head and he span around and he, he hit a few people. Guys, I can't talk about every single move. It'll take me forever. It was a brilliant move. Um, awesome match. Johnny Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, kicked him down. She caused Garner Cameron Grimes to get down off the ladder where everybody was on the outside of the ring after they had a, um, um, a spot where somebody running jumps off the ladder on, onto him. She tried it again. She was on top of the um, ladder. Bronze was also on top of the ladder. Johnny Gangano was falling down right by, by him. Candice Ray jumps on Bronson Reed's back to try and stop him from jumping on him. Basically, Candice Ray is on Bronson Reed's uh, shoulders. Bronson Reed does a massive tidal wave splash, the tsunami splash, off the top of the ladder onto Johnny Gangano with Candice Ray stuck on it on his back. It looked quite nasty because obviously two people landed, landed on top of Gargano, but... His wife, Candice LeRae, as soon as she landed, I think her head or chin hit the back of Bronson Reed because they landed with an impact and she bounced out of the ring. So I don't know if she legitimately got hurt, but it looked quite fucking nasty. But anyway, a few more ladder spots happened. Again, I can't remember exactly. You have to go back and watch it. But like I said, I, I'm only here to give you the quick review of it, not a detailed match. Otherwise, I'll be here for seven hours. Um, yeah, and then our winner of the match, Cameron Grimes and Damien Priest were, were the last two, the two people I thought were going to win it. Everybody on Twitter was saying Damien Priest about 10 minutes before it started. I was like, oh, he's winning it then. And guess what? Damien Priest yanks the title. He is now the new North American Heavyweight Championship. Good for him. Good start. He's a big fan of Razor Ramon. He, like I said before, he used to be called Punishment Martinez in Mexico and all around the world. He's, he's been around for a while. He deserves it. He's uh, he's not a veteran veteran yet, but he's in that thing where he's been in for about 10 years. So WWE called Coco V. Kingston a, a veteran at the moment. and he's, he's, he's been wrestling there for about 12, 13 years. So Damien Priest is a wrestling veteran, but not a WWE veteran. But you give it like three years, he'll, he'll be a veteran apparently. And there was just what what one thing uh, backstage. David Priest got I, I, interviewed by um, Avalon Peace. I can't remember the name. And um, he's like, "How do you feel? Become the world champion? New New North American champion?" He's like, "Oh man, it's, oh, why ask a stupid question? He's not gonna be fucking depressed, is he? Uh, I'm happy I won it. You know, this is gonna be great." He basically says, "Do you want to come and join the party?" There's a hot tub on by the side of his big truck where he chucks out his. Um, his suitcase with his clothes in. He gets in the tub with two hot ladies and with his title, which is nice, but all along he's wearing leather pants. That's right, he jumps into a hot tub with leather pants and his fucking title. What a fucking crazy bastard. I bet it took him months to get off them fucking leather trousers. And there's a picture then after the show finished with Triple H just behind him, hugging him, congratulating him, and the two ladies drinking champagne. And uh, he's pointing down. I looks like he's pointing to his dick. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good uh, thing. Um, and then, uh, what, 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 what did we have? I'm trying to think what we had. Oh, we had Bailey and Sasha. They showed Bailey and Sasha in the crowd with the titles, you know, because they're NXT superstars. Drew McIntyre was on, uh, briefly joined uh, co- commentary, Corey Graves and Vic Joseph, before the Karrion Cross Keith Lee match. He said Keith Lee is, is going to win and he's going to kick Orton's head off tomorrow night at SummerSlam. And uh, oh, they also showed Cesaro in the crowd as well because he used to be in NXT also. I wish he was still here, to be honest, because he's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, so then they previewed, they showed that awesome music video for Kari and Cross and Keith Lee, the 4 minute and 34 second one. If you don't know, go on YouTube and, and, and look, look, look at it. Type in Kari and Cross promo. It's the second one down. It's brilliant. It's got the drive the fourth old slow American national anthem at the start and Metallica's frantic. 
song kicks in and it shows the highlight of the video. It shows like, you know, carrying crosses of explosive and that's in Keith Lee's heart and soul and that. Very good, man. Uh, very good promo. It's the second best promo since Austin Rock, My Way by Olympus Gift for WrestleMania 17. That's one of the best promo videos I've ever seen. This is, I think, this is the second one. It doesn't beat there, but it's fucking close. Really good. Carrying cross for Keith Lee. Never guess what they did in this match. Carrying cross worked on Keith Lee's arm. Yep. I was like, for fuck's sake, like. That's what I mean. They keep doing the same fucking things. The producers are not clearly not talking to their producers going, oh, what, 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 what's a new match? Oh, a few arm holes working on the arm. What's he was? Working on the knee. What's he was? Working on the arm. Ah, uh, guys, we've got to change something here. But they didn't. He worked on the arm to make Keith Lee a bit more vulnerable so he couldn't do his double chop to the, to the chest, the, 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 the base strike, the, the magnum, apparently, the grizzly magnum. Um, good back and forth match. Worked on Keith Lee's arm. Um, a few kick out each guy was so shocked they kicked out to the signature moves back and forth they brawled on the outside Keith Lee missed a bay paw on the south side a Magnum Grizzly again with his two hands he knocks one of the plastic things down Karrion Cross couldn't believe it the fact he's so powerful they sold each other stuff very well you know Karrion Cross sold his eyes are awesome he's got the Stone Cold Steve Austin eyes eyes tell a thousand words a thousand stories fantastic you know they were shocked they, they kicked each other's signature moves um, when he kicked out the spirit bomb, I was like, right, Karrion Cross is 100% definitely we're, we're winning this. Keith Lee's on, on the second rope. Karrion Cross follows him. He gives him a Sayadu suplex, pins him. One, two, three. And ladies and gentlemen, your new NXT champion, Karrion Cross. Good match. Didn't like working on the arm again because it happened three, four times throughout the show. But good match. It is what it is. I noticed towards the end, Karrion Cross was working slower. I was like, what's going on here? And I, his shoulder had a dent in it. Like somebody had pushed down something on his shoulder it looked like a mini mountain so to speak i was like that looks weird perhaps he's fucked his shoulder up after after the show before i was about to go and sleep triple h announces carrying cross has separated his shoulder unlucky he's got the finn Balor treatment finn Balor 2017 at SummerSlam. he beat seth rollins for the universal title and guess what fucking happened he he, he he done his shoulder in he was out for a few months he had to after after one day he had to hand his title over looks like Karrion Cross might have to hand his title over on NXT this Wednesday if, if not sooner they might do a tournament I don't know but it's gutting for Karrion Cross because he deserved it in only a seventh match he won his first world title in WWE that goes to show they fucking love him it goes to show they got faith in him it goes to show he's going to be a star and he gets injured he still wins the belt sometimes they change the, the decision when they feel he's injured but I think they were going to keep it on him anyway. But they might have um, a tournament or King of the Ring or some uh, maybe a, a battle royal for them a contendership or to, or to win it. I don't know. But it is a shame because he's done well. I think Keith Lee will go up to Raw SmackDown. Probably Raw. I can see some guys when the draft comes along mixing up. I think some top guys from NXT will go Raw SmackDown and vice versa. Just for the ratings. I can see AJ Styles going to NXT soon. Or something like AJ Styles or Orton. Like, I see a big star. One of the veterans, Styles, Orton, Jeff Hardy, you know, Cesaro, you know, maybe Daniel Bryan, you know, Natalia. I can see them kind of guys going to NXT and us getting something back from NXT, like Keith Lee, etc. So, yeah, fantastic show. I loved it. Would have, like I said, would have been better with a, with a crowd. It would have been much better with, with, uh, with a, a, a crowd. But it is what, what, what it is, you know. They made chicken salad out of chicken shit. It was a nice arena, by the way. They had three X's, kind of like WrestleMania 30. Three X's spaced out to make it look for the 30. The arena still, still looks a bit small to me. NXT need to get out of NXT, uh, that arena soon. Do it. We've got the Amway Centre now for the next, for Raw SmackDown, for pay per views. I'm sure NXT can get a slightly bigger arena to 
come from, which is locally in Florida, because Florida's got lo- loads of arenas for, for wrestling and boxing and NBA games. So hopefully they can get a bigger arena. But, that, but that's just me, you know. That's that's just my way of doing it, you know. But like I said, nine and a half out of ten. Loved the show, loved the matches. There wasn't one bad match on there. Fantastic. I don't think I've missed anything out when it comes to backstage interviews or promos. I don't think I have. If I have, I'm sorry. Like I said, just go on to W's YouTube and some in- some interviews after the show are actually on there as well. I, I just had a quick look now. Um, yeah, so the crowd, ugh, you know, like I said, can't do much. A few arm bars, a few arm, arm wiggle on the arm pissed me off. It happened three or four times during the matches. But you know what? Fantastic show. It is what, 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 what it is. I'm looking forward to SummerSlam tonight. SummerSlam's got a lot to live up to now. The NXT was fantastic. Again, 9.5 out of 10. But SummerSlam tonight, I'm hoping it's going to be good. Um, they haven't announced a pre-show match yet, but i got a feeling it's going to be something like Sheamus against Big E or Corbin against Matt Riddle. I think it's something's going to happen, something along those lines, in my opinion. That's what WWE do. They tend to add things last minute. Matt Riddle and Corbin, I think, maybe the match they go for. Um... Yeah, so I'm looking forward to WWE SummerSlam tonight. I watched AEW this morning. Um, I liked it. I liked the fact Brody Lee killed Cody Rhodes. Uh, he killed him. Cody Rhodes had no offense in, really, apart from one or two strikes to the face. Brody destroyed him in about three minutes. New TNT champion. That's, I, I can't, I'm not going to do a review, guys, because I don't think I get many of the listens on the AEW podcast. But if you want me to... May message me, or maybe I'll give it till tomorrow when I do the SummerSlam. I, I don't know yet, but AEW being on the same time as NXT TakeOver, I'm sorry, there was only one w- w- winner for me, if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed uh, NXT, guys. SummerSlam's on tonight. I think it starts, the pre-show starts at 11 p.m. UK time, um, which is 6 p.m. American time on the East Coast. Uh, I think the pre-show will be on for an hour. There might be a match on there around the half hour mark or the 40 minute into the show mark and then the show starts at 12 a.m here in the uk it'll finish about four maybe three is SummerSlam is, is is one of the big ones so we might be on for about three three and a half hours maybe maybe four i don't think it'll go for four because they haven't done the long period for a long time not even wrestlemania was that long but like i said that was condensed that was into two shows but yeah so tune in to my SummerSlam review tomorrow let's let's hope it lives up to the nxt because i think nxt's done the bar again like they do every takeover SummerSlam weekend and NXT is normally the better show always so guys thank you so much for tuning in take care yourselves and each other and before I go Ben Rogers here's your shout out I've seen WWE Untold Sasha and Bailey the story by the way guys it is fucking brilliant I love Bailey I like Sasha good I want to do a podcast on Bailey and Sasha very very soon probably probably Monday I think Monday I might do it because I have some time on Monday so Monday will probably be the Bailey and Sasha story or what, what I think about them and their career so far. Because their untold journey of the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn match on SummerSlam weekend in 2015 was amazing. They are growing up highlights of what they've done and that. Brilliant. So guys, take care of yourselves and each other. Wash your hands. And I love you all. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.